When I listen to Audible, I'm not drinking box wine on the couch with my schnoodle. I'm undercover at a Parisian gala, hot on the trail of Europe's most infamous jewel thief. There, in the corner, the man with the mustache has red clay on his shoes. The exact same clay from the tennis court where the Sultan's jewels went. Get ahead! Break into a sprint. Swim! <gasps> this is my stop. Excuse me. Pardon me. Sorry. Go to audible.com. Go to all start trial and your first start trial and stories that surround you. Stories that surround you. Blog Talk Radio. You're a mystical man. Lead us through sacred land. In the magic, the magic of life. You're a shaman that leads other people to Open to receive the magic light. Well, welcome back, everyone, and thank you so very much for sharing your Sunday morning with me today. I have a wonderful guest for us today, but before we get going, I just want to slow you down. It is Sunday morning. It tends to be a day when we're kind of slowing down a little bit, taking a deep breath and relaxing. I want you to take... Whatever it is that you have in your hand, whether it be hot coffee or hot tea, and I want you to to just take a moment and give yourself the presence of now and just put your hands around the cup. And if it's too hot, please don't do this. But if it's if it's warm enough where you can just put your hand, I want you to be so present with that cup that you feel the warmth just radiate through your body. That is that is the moment that we are connected when we can feel that warmth go through. And I want to teach you something very quick before we get started. And it's a Buddhist meditation called Tung Glen. And with all the suffering in the world, and maybe you have a loved one. My mother happens to be in the hospital and, and dealing with, with ailments. And, and many times I get asked, how do we deal with suffering, especially if, if you happen to be an intuitive or, you, or, or you're, you're somebody who really feels the world. I'm going to teach you something very quickly, and, and it's called Tongue Glen. You want to breathe in the wish of release, of, of healing that suffering for that person, and then breathe out love and happiness. It's very simple. We're just going to do this one time. You're going to breathe in the ending of suffering, the wish of ending of suffering for that person or for the world, and breathe out happiness and love. So let's do it real quick. Breathe in, and then breathe out love and happiness. I have often said that compassion, true compassion, is being able to be with someone else's pain without taking it on. And Tong Glenn really teaches us how to do that. So now we're going to move on and just kind of just stay in that space because i got a really special guest today. She is a powerful person. Imagine if your thoughts were as up-to-date as your technology. Think about that. Well, it's possible when you think about quantum think. So my guest today, Diane Collins, is an original thinker, a media personality, the author of a six-time award-winning bestseller, 
Do your quantum think. New thinking that will rock your world. I'll do anything as long as it's rocking my world. Consider a must-read book for the changing times. Diane's life is dedicated to people living, spirited, joyful, and masterful lives through leaps in awareness and learning what she calls the physics of the mind. She's created the Quantum Think System of Thinking, 21 Principles that Connect Us to Living Our Full Potential, from Inner Serenity to Harmonious Relationships, Business Results, and Global Affairs. In Do You Quantum Think, Diane puts us together with integrating science, philosophy, and spirituality and drawing on those sources to, cu- to cutting-edge scientific innovations to the wisdom of the world's greatest spiritual leaders made practical for you. Diane, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Daniel. It's so great to be here. And, you know, I just love the, the tongue, Glenn, how you, how you started. First, I like your theme. <laughs> He's a shaman. <laughs> you sure are. And because, you know, (laughs) I know that in uh, Buddhist uh, practice and also in other practices of wisdom traditions that they, you know, and the idea of a bodhisattva, which is a self-realized being who keeps returning, reincarnating until all people are free and happy. And and every day I have my own intent that incorporates that. And, uh, you know, I have my statement of intent is that people are experiencing love that people – now I'm trying to think of what it is. <laughs> people – I have a very specific thing that I say, that <laughs> people are, right, harmonious, free, happy, mm. productive – and loving and we can do that every day so i love that you start the show with that thank you thank you you bet thank you for that i i it's just you know uh often we we get caught up in in the 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 issues which really kind of brings us to our topic today and and you know diane one of the things that i see in the business world and in the spiritual world is this this conditioned thinking and when I'm, when, there's there's such a need for a new way of thinking, don't you think? I mean, tell us more about that because that is what you're talking about. That is, what is the new way of thinking, and what is that that old paradigm that we can let go of to come into this new space to create those things, those harmonious relationships and businesses and global understanding. Well, I'll tell you what happened for me, and I'll say it in the briefest way because I want to get right to the question, but a little bit of preface, is that as I was growing up, you know, as a child, as a teenager, and you look in the world, and to me it looked like, well, we have all the wisdom, right? We know what to do. There's how-to, there's spiritual wisdom, there's scripture. I mean, it's everywhere. We know the virtues. It's not like we don't know what to do. We have all heard from uh, every different point of view, from philosophers to scientists, as you think, so you become. So I looked at it, Daniel, and I thought, well, if all you had to do was change your thought to, say, to change the world, to change your, your life, 
why does it still look the way it does? You know, and what that was my great, what I call my great revelation is that we imagine we think freely. We all like to think of ourselves as independent thinkers, choosing our thoughts every moment. And it's true that in every moment we have the opportunity to choose our thought. But the revelation and the discovery, because I was on a quest, Daniel, to find out how do we go from merely knowing the wisdom, you know, knowing it conceptually as mental constructs, to actually living it, to being the walking, talking embodiment of this compassion, of all the things that we talk about that we aspire to. So what I discovered is that, like everything in the universe, thinking takes place as a system. And so when you say, well, what is new thinking? It's not a new idea or an innovative or clever idea. It's actually a new foundation, or I like to say now, like if you had a container for thinking, right, you could only think as big and as expansive as the container is. Well, we're in a quantum age, but our thinking is still very much conditioned by the industrial age worldview, worldview Mm -hmm. very simply what we believe to be true about the nature of reality and how it works. So very, very to put it in the simplest terms, there was a big paradigm shift from the classical view of the world that comes from science, and quantum think is not about science, it's about how the discoveries, the assumptions of science have shaped the way we think and how we can now, you know, as you said in my introduction, get your thinking as up-to-date as our amazing technology. So how do you do that? Is we take a literal quantum leap in consciousness. So you, how do you do that? Well, it's done with intent and getting connected to I was going to say, the simple paradigm shift. We went from an only physical matter is real. That was the science from the 17th century declaration. Everything oriented around the physical five senses. You know, what you study in school, you study the matter, the brain. You're not studying intent, intuition, subtle energy, resonance, the thing. And it, the the jump in science was that from the Einstein and forward in the quantum science, they say, well, wait a minute, the universe is more like a giant mind. And so when you look at it as a system, that's why I call it a new system of thinking, what happens is it's like a vortex. So you enter the system, you enter the road system, and you're embraced by it. You still have free choice. But you don't have to monitor every street. You don't have to monitor, Daniel, every thought. Because this expanded world view, the view of a holistic, ever-changing energy in flux informed by intelligence, where we as human beings are divinely bestowed with the power of intent where we put our attention becomes the reality, especially when we hold it there. So that's a lot said, but I wanted to give that whole background for our conversation. Mm. That's the shift. It's a systemic shift. It's like you went from a small little sandbox into the beach. I live on the ocean, so I happen to look out and see the beach. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's, I was thinking, say, boy, that's a big sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big sandbox. <laughs> 
Well, you know what's interesting about what you just said, and I want people to really, really kind of get what you were saying. The the software, so to speak, for those of you that really understand, today we just understand computers because it's so big a part of our lives. If we were operating on the same software, if the computers today were operating on the same software that we started with in the 80s, we would be outdated. Yet we haven't updated our thinking software. And that's kind of what you're saying is that we need to get – we need to update our thinking uh, in order for us to be able to operate in this new paradigm that you're talking about, the shift of, of, of quantum thinking. But you said something else that's very important, and I, and I want you to dive into this a little bit because you said it in the beginning of the show where you set an intention for love and happiness and, and congruency in the world in, in the morning. And, and, and why – Tell the audience why intent is so powerful. Because I agree with you, intent is 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 the engine. I think. I mean, what is your your opinion about that? Oh yes, absolutely. As I call it, the active dynamic of creation for human beings. You know, what have we been? We've been given some amount of power to create. You know, did we create the moon? Maybe not. In another dimension, maybe we're all holding it there. Maybe we did. <laughs> maybe we did. But let's just say in the everyday practical sense, and by the way, the way that you characterize is exactly right about that, you know, updating the software. Because uh, intent, as the active dynamic of creation, well, there are two fundamental quantum uh let's say, perspectives that are very important when you're working with the dynamic of intent. And that is that, one, there are no fixed and static realities. Now, the old world I lovingly call the industrial age worldview, which gave us tons of genius. We're not trading in one for another. We're, it's not an either or. We're expanding and we're updating our knowledge. And so when you look at that, the, these two principles, there's no absolute reality other than what you might think of as you know source creator but for everyday life there's no absolute fixed way that things are this is the good news because it's an energy in flux everything is always shifting and changing and it's an intelligent energy and it's an aware energy conscious so it's all of the above that's one one principle very important secondly is that we exist in fields. Now, from an old world view where they said only physical is real and we're oriented around the physical dimension, it's we're in a multi you know, we're multi dimensional beings, but our orientation is, you know, you look in the physical, maybe that's the cause of all the bigotry and everything else that, you know, we look separate, we look different, you know, you're black, I'm white, whatever. And so and when you look at this and you say, but the the more updated reality, the more accurate reality is we exist in fields, and the fields are invisible fields. And so until now, you know, when you start quantum thinking, you start relating through the field as real, and it's not, you know, it's not hard to understand. It's like you walk into a room, and people were, you know, in there, and they were happy and joyous, exuberant, and you can feel it. You didn't have to hear them say a word. Why? Because we're connected through this, these fields. We're in a continuous exchange of energy information 
through these fields called the mind fields. I like to call it the photosphere <laughs> for fun. <laughs> so we're, and why is this important to intent? Because when, first of all, something is always getting created because it's an energy in flux. It's always shifting and changing, right? Change is the only constant, as the paradox goes. So right. what's creating your experience of reality right now? Well, it's either getting created consciously by you with awareness, by choice, in an awakened state of choice, or it's getting created by the patterns from the past, the default patterns that are just already there. So it's like in your cell phone, right? You're going to go in and you have the default settings, and you can just use your phone, you know, like that. Or what? You can choose and customize your, your whatever your device is the way that you want it. So it's something like that. Now, intent. So what enables us to create is the power of intent. And I make a distinction, Daniel, between intent and intention. Intent and, you know, distinctions are not absolutes either, but distinctions that we make in our awareness right now in the present moment are what give us a new uh, relationship to that which we're talking about. And that's so that we can get a richer grasp, a richer experience, so that we can be the commanders of our own destiny. So... Mm. That's what we all want, right, for ourselves and for the world. And so when you, uh, why do I make this distinction between intent and intention? Well, intention, think of it as uh, a course of action that leads to an end result, a future goal. Whereas intent, I use it more in the shamanic sense. Intent is the consciously directed attention energy of your attention and energy and it's more like an activation force so we exist in fields and we have our own personal resonance field and we know and people you know i'm sure a lot of your listeners uh hear about the law of attraction and mm-hmm. you know, sympathetic resonance which is the actual scientific term is that everything that you know is in the is in a frequency range called sympathetic resonance and this is what manifests this is why our personal resonance and creating it consciously is so important and how do we create it with this factor of intent now Intent, because we are, you know, everything that happens in life happens through relationship. Everything that we accomplish, we don't exist in isolation. So when you look as intent, as the activation of the field, I call it the omnipresent tense, right? You say it as if it already is. And I remember when, when we say that intent, in the in the morning that I say, you say it as if it already is that way. And this is a very mm. big distinction between quantum thinking and the old world industrial age conditioned thinking is that the old world, I say it like this for kids, old world view, 
or for kids like us, right? Young minds. Old worldview, <laughs> circumstance right. rules. New worldview, intent rules. So this is one of the things about if you really want to create consciously anything in your life, whether it's um, you know upgrading the quality of your relationship with the people you love, whether it's going into a business meeting with a prospective client, Whatever it is, whether it's creating, you know, your personal resonance for the the wealth factor that you want in your life, is that in a, in the beginning you have to kind of trick your mind. You know, they say shamans are tricksters, right? You travel to them, <laughs> right? They say shamans are tricksters. It's like that's right. Well, wait a minute, that's black. No, that's green. But you just said it was black. You know, and it's like it all has a purpose <laughs> because right. it's all about awakening so that we can become the conscious observers and creators in our own life. So when you look at this and you look at intent, you say it as if it already is. So if I say peace, love, actually, this is what I do say in the morning. I said it wrong before. Not wrong, but a variation on a theme. Different. different. Peace, love, yeah. and joy in the hearts, souls, and minds of all sentient and insentient beings. That's actually what I say in the morning, mm. my intent every day. And I say other things, too, for you know myself and my family. But peace, love, and joy in the hearts, souls, of mind, and all of all sentient and insentient beings. And then you could look in the circumstances and you say, well, is it is that really the truth? You know, the truth in <laughs> quote marks. Well, maybe it isn't fully manifest, but everything exists in infinite potential every minute. So what we hold for the world, not only for ourselves, is having an effect because we are in a continuous exchange of energy information with everything else so what we emanate is actually getting out to the world this is quantum thinking is it is the understanding of that but not just the understanding that we're living it and that's why intent is so important because mm. you know, what you what you ho- what you activate in yourself is is reverberating out. Mm. Folks, I I want you to follow along. Check out her website at diancollins.com. I forgot to get that at the beginning of the show because I was so excited about speaking to Diane. So www.diancollins. I just want to say that. With, with, with two ends. That's right. Yeah. With two ends. I was just about to say that. Oh, I was sorry. like, <laughs> Diane, diancollins.com. <laughs> so with, with two ends. Right. So. Man, this I, I, I've got to have you on like an hour and a half show. We only have 30 minutes a day. We've got about 10 minutes, and there's something I have to ask you because this is something that that I think tr- trips up. I almost said trumps up. Trips up people, and, and I want you to very very quickly kind of talk about this, and that is listening from not knowing. I mean, you, you know, people, I, I, almost, I almost throw up every time someone says, I know, I know, I know. And I keep going. If you know so much, why are you asking? <laughs> why are we? In this if you know so much, okay. quit asking. Quit asking me if you know so much. I mean, you should be telling me. Why are you asking? Right? So tell us. <laughs> right. Well, you so know that's just one of the automatic habits. I call the least action pathway. It's not personal, you know. It's cultural. So right. When you look at it, I'll get to the listening for not knowing. But is that when if you look at well. 
the industrial age, 17th century up through the 20th, right? And you and you look at okay, age of machinery. Well, when you turn, you know, you create a machine, you turn it on, and it winds up, it runs on its own <laughs> until something breaks right. down. Then you give it attention. So you could say, not to insult, as I say, but in many ways, at that stage of human development, we became automatic and mechanical too. So I like to do mm. this thing. Maybe there's nothing wrong with us. We don't have to dig into our subconscious or what did my mother tell me? I'd never make it when I was two years old. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like that old world view did teach us linear thinking, you know, step by step. It gave us the how-to, still very relevant in areas of life, but not all. It gave us how to analyze. We're great at that, ordinary logic. And it gave us this, these automatic patterns and habits. Now, so when you say, oh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Drives me right? nuts. So I say, maybe there's nothing wrong with us. Maybe we're just at a time when we're ready to, for this quantum leap in consciousness so that we don't mm. have to be at the effect of what I call the least action pathways, hyphenated word, the way the energy of the thought goes because it's been that route before. Okay, so how do you interrupt those automatic patterns? Well, first of all, you notice it and you go, hmm, there's that least action pathway. Give it no meaning whatsoever. It's just like, oh, that's an old world view vestige. And then what? You listen from not knowing. Now, the interesting mm. thing is you have to do this as a conscious act because we automatically listen from knowing. And that's good because we couldn't survive, right? We all have experiences, you know, who knows, this lifetime and who knows how many others. We have successes. We have information. We have knowledge. We have wisdom. So we automatically listen from knowing. However, if you want to find a new solution, if you want to tap into the infinite intelligence of the surrounding quantum field, that invisible field of infinite intelligence, it requires of us we listen from not knowing. And again, Daniel, you have to do this as a conscious act. So I work with my husband, Alan Collins. Alan K. Collins, strategic quantum think uh, consultant and master quantum think coach. We've been married next <clears throat> month as of this, this show. It will be 27 years. We've been working wow, together. Congratulations. Thank you. I know it's like, uh-oh, I better not say it anymore. It's aging me. <clears throat> but, you know, it's like, wait, <laughs> right? Wait, let's, let's go Excuse into that. a numberless no. society. That's right. So we're sitting across, you know, and we work from our home office. We're very fortunate and blessed. Anyway, 27 years working together. So you could imagine is that, I don't know how long, you know, you've done it, but you imagine, oh, yeah, I know who he is. I know how he thinks. I've been in, you know, leading programs with him, whatever, consulting clients. <clears throat> so when he starts talking, we're having breakfast, and we have our, you know, I call it the morning, 
the early morning debates, and we have fun with it. You know, it's like we don't agree on everything. We are intentions mm-hmm. the same, but we get get there in a different way. So that's the fun of our relationship. But I have when I listen to him, all of a sudden I'm listening from. Oh yeah, I know, I know, I know. Hurry up so I can get my mm-hmm. bit in. That's what we do. That's our automaticity of human beings, right, <laughs> for listening. Mm-hmm. So that's why you have to listen from not knowing as a conscious intent. And it's bigger than just being nice, Daniel. It's not just, <clears throat> oh, let me, you know, be courteous and listen. It has an effect. It has a creative effect. But you have to do it. So I'll do the, and you do it in a nanosecond. I When I notice... You know, I'm not really listening to, I'm not being with him as if, and I love the way you started the show, asking everyone to, you know, hold their cup, being aware in this moment. This is the only reality right now. Every moment literally is a new reality, a new moment. And every person in your life, no matter how long you've known them is or been around them, that's a new moment, their infinite potential. So I sit there and I go, okay, let me listen to Alan from not knowing. And you know, the genius of it, the miracle of it, Daniel, is that you will see things, you will hear things you've never heard before. You will see that person in a whole new way. Diane, we're out of time. Can you believe it's been 30 minutes already? I, wow. I, I got to have you back on the show, but I need to put two hours in there. <laughs> I need to put two hours in Sorry. there. But I, talk, talk, I talk. absolutely. I better listen to yeah, that I know. noise. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Exactly. I just love, love, love you. I thank you so much for being on the show, folks. Go to www.dianecollins2ends.com, and we'll have you back on the show. Anything in I'd just very quick? we got about a minute. Closing? Anything in closing? Anything in closing is that uh, you should listen to Daniel Gutierrez. <laughs> I want to say that double R. I live in a very big Latin American area. I love it here in South Florida. I love it. And because, really, because it's your presence. And, you know, anyone, it's not about you or me. It's about we're all reflecting one another to each other. We're reflecting I love it. that highest vibration in one another, and that's why we come together like that. And so thank you so much. I absolutely adore you, too. Thank, thank you. you. Take care, and we'll have you back on the show and talk a little bit more. Great, Have a Daniel. wonderful, wonderful day, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, have a great day. You're When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can seem intense. Like breakup R&B intense. I thought you said you love the sweater that I got you. If you didn't, you could have told me. Geico makes it easy. Just go to Geico.com anytime to update or check your policy without all the extra drama. I even 
When I listen to Audible, I'm not skimming the dead leaves out of my above-ground pool. I'm hurtling toward the planet Zebulax, searching for a new homeworld. The days turn into months. Months turn into years as my ship slips ever farther into the endless blackness of space. space. Kevin, water stays in the pool. Go to audible.com slash start trial and your first download is free. Audible, stories that surround you.